Secrets and Sisterhood, the Sozadas, on Hulu. Oh, I don't have Hulu. I don't know what that is. Is that a show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. This is about a bunch of Afghanistan sisters, sisters from Afghanistan, but they, they're Muslim, but, oh man, they look what? like the Kardashians. They look like what? Trash TV. The Kardashians. Kim oh. Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man, is it good? It's a good, it's a good way to to hear about Islam from somebody who's not like judgmental. You know what I mean? Like you know, how a lot of people are afraid to learn about Islam because they think like it's just a bunch of uh, they're the hold on, they're like the Kardashians, 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 Kardashians. I've never actually said Kardashians. I've never watched Kardashians. Was that Wisconsin? <laughs> Wisconsin. You can oh, marry one of these girls too, and us. I'm just throwing that at you. Um, okay. They're not Arab, right. though. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so, what do you learn from them? <clears throat> yeah, clear your throat, clear your throat again <clears throat> directly into the mic next time. Um, what I learned from them is if you if you if you have a husband and he's addicted to pills, <laughs> it's okay to take him back. What? <laughs> and if you're a bisexual, it's okay to tell your sisters during Eid dinner. Oh wait, that that and sounds pretty, pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. Also, if you're gonna get your Brazilian butt lift, uh, get it before the show starts. Yeah, I don't think hey. it has nothing to. Yeah, it's probably not a good way to learn about Islam. I don't know. Probably. It doesn't, no, this, it doesn't is, this is strictly to the book. <laughs> They yeah. said uh, they said they said Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar, so you're learning. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, a good, yeah, it's a good. Then, it's a good first step for people, Doug. Come on. This Trump sounds would like watch this sounds show. sounds like an awful first step, honestly. Trump would watch the show. You know, that's a good that's a good tell. But hey, this is not what we're talking about, right? We're just yeah. we're just oh, chop, yeah, chopping yeah. it up. I just got. Hold on, I got one more. Josh is putting all the questions that people had asked us. Oh, yeah, about a popular, yeah, let's, a popular guy. <laughs> let's go over them. Yeah, let's go over these questions. Well, hey, so Anas, this episode is all about you, like we did with Josh uh, last really? week. So I'll let you talk. I'm not going to talk. You talk. Oh, so what are we, what are we ask, doing? Jo- what are we doing? We're not asking any questions or anything. I'm just going to go. Well, how do you oh, want to do this? The, do you want to just go or do you want to answer the, the questions? Yeah, the, uh, oh, those so, questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, you could kind of do what I did and kind of give like a brief synopsis of like how you got started, like your motivation, your why, maybe if it's kind of changed throughout the years. And then if these questions kind of interject themselves along the way, like you can kind of answer them. Okay. Let's, let's go over the questions first. Then we'll... Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to... Um, Answer them oh. first. Gonna you okay. guys go? Then I'll let give me my... see. Let me let me give you one of the serious ones that I kind of like. Yeah, because some of, some of these questions are um. 
Oh yeah. Put a little out there. <laughs> PG thirteen. Yeah. You can you can get you can guess off the record who asked you and, and I, I may or may not tell you. Or you might know who it is already, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I know well, it's probably like one of one of my one of my lifters probably. Oh yeah, there's a high chance that it's yeah. probably like one of your lifters that you coach. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's one that's kind of like a broad one to kind of start what do you do to optimize recovery outside of training and what what subs do you take so subs i don't for me personally i don't i don't take anything um and like for like general recovery i mean honestly i guess pretty pretty basic but um like there's like some obviously like the the big rocks are like Nutrition, sleep, life stress, but within those, there is like, um, like you can optimize these a lot more than just um, getting X amount of protein a day. Like there is more to it, but if you want to be like good enough, like eighty percent there, mm-hmm. um, like taking care of nutrition. So like that would be eating at maintenance, getting at least like one gram of protein per pound of body weight um and like the carbs are and fats are not like a high priority but i would say like the calories then protein like that would get you like 80 percent there and obviously like with sleep um i mean it's it's very simple but most people don't really take care of those stuff as much as they can Oh, um, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like um, general maintenance, like without thinking too, too far into the weeds, like what you do. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. With recovery, you're just going to have to be like consistent. Like as long as you're consistently doing this stuff, which is like harder than like being on point and on like in one day. Like it's probably pretty easy, but being consistently um, like hitting those macros and consistently getting like eight hours of sleep, quality eight hours of sleep. And like the biggest thing, honestly, like keeping life stress low, which is like for most people, like it's not um, like you have to manage stress outside, like from work, family and all that kind of stuff. So there's um, because like I know like I coach like a few people and um, like life stress, sometimes it gets like work stress gets so high that like training like training dips like training numbers dip like aggressively like within one week like you see like a dramatic decrease in performance like after like only a couple of days of um like high life stress from work or like bad sleep or like maybe like they get um like food poisoning or something like that. I don't know why food poisoning is pretty common in powerlifting, but like, yeah, that, <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, that, that happens. And like, they lose powerlifters them. go to like the weirdest restaurants, dude. Y'all be eating like at demon hours. Like every time you <laughs> post a picture on pod or when you're at pod eating like wings, not, not even for pod. I don't even eat. No, no, no. But as an example, y'all just be bringing food into the gym, dog. You don't trust the source. You just, didn't you smoke a brisket in a power rack? Isn't anyway, that what that, y'all be doing there? That brisket actually helped my recovery. Yeah, the brisket. Hey, remember when out. we would bring when I brought chicken nuggets to Metro? 
McChicken oh nuggets. Oh my god, don't remind me, dude. We, we, ha- we have this per- we have this guy who brings in like dry chicken. Oh, it's not dry. He he brings like dry chicken. Like I can, yeah, just I can make just chicken, like seasoned chicken by itself. Oh god, nothing on the side, just chicken, and like he munches on it between between uh, oh. between sets. Oh god, <laughs> munches on the driest fucking chicken, basically chicken bubblegum. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, wow, like, like boiled whatever. chicken. Yeah, yeah whatever, oh. whatever it was. <laughs> oh. yeah, blend it. Okay, okay, that's pretty neat. Uh, I have one question to like piggyback off of this one, and this is kind of like a callback to like earlier episodes. But do you still make radioactive pre-workout drinks at Pod? <laughs> no, I haven't. Haven't done that anymore. I've, I've, I take. Um... The boba protein, whatever that shit is called, boba protein. Good good answer. Good answer. Good answer. It's pretty clean. Mixes really well. All right. Uh, Okay. A one ingredients. All right. Third. Cool. Third party tested. um, Yeah. You know, you're not going to call with anything illegal in it. Psalms free. (laughs) Some of that Thailand protein powder. There you go. There you go. Our boy Neil's making sure that stuff stays clean. You know, the new one actually looks pretty, pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's, um, what is it? What is it called? I forgot what the name of it. I don't know. The dosage is, the dosage is a lot higher. Like you get that double, double the caffeine. That terminology, I don't know about that. That's pretty medical. We're talking about protein powder. Oh, <laughs> uh, what type of protein powder do you use? Oh, uh, it's a pre-workout, though, right? Oh well, I'm just interjecting now. Like, well, yeah. one oh. last question before you change the subject: Do you take a high stim uh, pre-workout? Like, I know you mentioned the. Well, you said Boba Tea protein, so I don't really know what you're taking, but uh, like, are you are you taking a, a lot of caffeine? No, I mean, I usually don't take, I mean, I don't, I only take caffeine like two or three times a week, so I don't really need that much. I only take like really? 200, 200 oh, 300 at nice. most. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember the days of Metro when Anas was pounding caffeine and ibuprofen what? like it was no one's business. Uh, I don't think I. That was Calvin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Calvin was snorting uh, MDMA with his. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we yeah. go. I may be, I may be misremembering, but I, I, I distinctly remember Calvin chopping up caffeine pills on the uh, on That's a bench. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, you know shoving his face into it and just woo, doing with a Ric Flair with, with, with the original <laughs> jacked pre workout, just like all right, I'm ready. The jack. Yeah, yeah. No, the mesomorph. Remember the mesomorph. Right. right, right mesomorph. Uh, actually, yeah. he gave me that once. And yeah, that's I, when you got strong all of a sudden. No, right? <laughs> but I finished, I finished my session, and I went home. I was like, <laughs> I was. Is that when you when you you ran home and you forgot your car in Metro because you? I you ran were just home. Feeling so I good. was like, yeah, like I ran home <laughs> over speed limit. Yeah, like, yeah then yeah. I forgot my yeah, I forgot yeah, my oh, car. Oh shit, I forgot my car. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I actually went home. It was summertime. Like I was out of school. I went home and started studying. Like I had nothing to study for. <laughs> I was so focused. Just random topics. Yeah, I, ha- I-, I was so focused. That, like I had to do something productive. I don't know. You just started reading Wikipedia. Yeah, I was like, like let me do study. Let me do something. Yeah. So I answered Josh's question. What kind of protein powder? You protein. Uh, I don't really take protein. I mean, I don't, I don't use it that often. Uh, I haven't used it in months. But if I do, I use the, my protein unflavored. Oh, there we go. See, I love it. He's still staying consistent. Yeah. Yeah. 
still staying consistent with the unflavored protein. <laughs> Gross, sorry. Hey, teach their own, Abe. Okay, let's, let's like, yeah. yeah. No, no, no one cares. Whatever, it doesn't, I, doesn't matter. Yeah. I know Abe so. really, really loves his, his protein <laughs> stuff. Bougie or whatever, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah my juice protein. Is Equinox protein powder. All right, yeah. cool, cool. So, um, how do I get an ass like Josh? Oh, like an ass. Oh, like Josh. Hey, for the right hey, price. That one's that one's pretty pertinent to what you just watch the show on Hulu. Go to Brazil. Oh, get a butt lift. Are you saying a Nas has a Josh, BBL? I think you do. I don't know. I don't think I can compete with you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get close. I mean, Hey, quit deflecting, Anas. This uh, this episode's about know, you. You can't it. make it. You can't make it homoerotic about Josh. Yeah, keep answering the question. There you go. I mean, everyone, everyone knows the story about the... Josh's khaki pants. I don't think so. Maybe you should elaborate. That one's a pretty new one, actually. The khaki the khaki pants. pants? What do you mean? Yeah, You've yeah, been, yeah. You wear them at every meet. You've been wearing them since I don't know, since forever. Since college. Yeah, like yeah, at every yeah. meet you go, since you I judge them. Yeah, since I became every, a ref. Yeah. Ever, uh, don't yeah. talk about the khaki pants. No, no, no. Talk about an ass. Come on, keep going. <laughs> keep going, Josh. Keep going down the list. I, I, I. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll come. We'll we'll shelf that one. Um, this one's another relevant one. I know Anas made like a resolution to do this. Mm-hmm. So like uh, uh when is it worth skipping the gym for friends? And I'm assuming this person means like non-gym friends. So like yeah, I know you said that you wanted to hang out with people more, so maybe this can kind of segue into it. I mean, for for me, I mean, I have I don't know, I feel like I can my schedule is pretty open so I can work around it. I can train and um go hang out whenever so it doesn't really affect me but for for that for the person asking yeah um, honestly like it depends on what you can get away with because like some people can't get away with skipping a session like i know for me like i don't i don't think i can afford to skip a session and keep my like my momentum going in training like if i lose one or two sessions um that kind of screws up my like my whole training for the block um but yeah, for, for most people, they can, I wouldn't necessarily skip, like if you can combine, um, like, or kind of fit that work and like, instead of fitting that work in like five days, maybe you can combine like the main movements in four days and kind of, if you want to skip something, skip like the low priority stuff, maybe skip the, like some accessories if you have to, um, but I don't know, and also also it depends on like what are your goals like do you how much do you care like are you um trying to compete at a high level then you probably have to make some i don't even say make some sacrifices but if you cannot uh find the time to um like combine those sessions and actually like make make this make your lifts fit in a shorter time frame like that's like the best option um but other than that i mean i don't know what to tell you brother you're just gonna have to uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to ditch your friends bro uh, <laughs> no no so i have a follow-up to that really now serious question um yeah. so you talked about what that person can do now currently but did you ever struggle with uh finding time to balance the gym and your personal life when you were in college or when you were when you were fresh out of college 
Uh, not really, because like most of my friends now, like my, I guess like at the beginning, maybe because like I had like a different, um, friend, like my well, my. Can certain, you talk about that a little bit? My when friends, was this? Like, like when did it? When did it transition? Yeah, like my, it's like I have like a different group of friends now. I would say, um, so like before, like my, damn. Yeah, my friends back when I was, shit, hold on, let me drink some water. He's crying. This is emotional. He's crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, I had some, uh, I had some, some peppers. Food poisoning? Some friends. Oh. Yeah, had, yeah, food poisoning. This, um, this pasta had some, <laughs> some hot peppers or something. It's getting oh stuck my in my gosh. throat. <laughs> but yeah, I guess like at the like early years of powerlifting, like maybe back in like 2014, 2015, it's like when my my friends were like I had some normal friends, like non lifting friends. Yeah, non lifting um, friends. Yeah, but I mean, even then, like I had enough time. Like I was only going to college, and like there's plenty of time in the day to do both. Like how much how much time how much time am I going to spend at the gym? Like it's not going to take the whole day. I can do both. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. say like it really interfered, um, but maybe like recently, like if my like family wants to meet up, but if it's like on uh, like a Friday when like I have like a six hour, yeah, like a five hour session or something, like maybe. Um, and if it's at the time that I train, like then like that can be like hard to manage because like it's so uh, it's not that I can move those sessions around, and they do take a long time. And like if like the whole family is meeting up, it's kind of hard to. Um, like have them change the schedules just for me. So like it's, uh, that, that's been kind of a little difficult, but other than that, I mean, I have, I feel like there's like so much time in the day. I can like the worst case scenario, I can move my session to like early morning, like get that done. Then go hang out with like family or friends afterwards. So yeah, like it's not really for me. It's not because like I have an open schedule. Nice. All right. So that's a good answer like that one all right cool 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 let's see uh what has been the most challenging part about being a pro powerlifter i don't think it's any different than being a normal powerlifter <laughs> what you're not raking in all the big bucks nothing oh yeah the, the big the biggest problem is like i don't like i don't know what to do with all this money at this point money management too many bitches if i can speak for now no but and uh since you became a pro has there been any change to your available like obviously you're not super famous so people aren't like trying to work out with you whatever but um the stress or I guess do you have expectations for yourself now that you are considered a quote unquote pro um, that you didn't have for yourself before? Like, do you, do you, are you, do you ever fear maybe not living up to the expectations that you have for yourself or that maybe other people have for you? Uh, not really. No. So, I mean, since, since I've been like competing for so long, like it's kind of hard for like, for my like mentality to change like approaching training or um competitions even if um like i'm more competitive now or i don't even think like i'm yeah that much more competitive just um 
I gotta say, man, I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, not really jealous, but that's that's a like, I would say that that's definitely not a typical uh, mentality. Maybe that's what it takes what it takes to be a to be a pro. But I mean, I, I um, would say so, like for the meets I've been doing recently, like there is like more on the line. Like so, like it's not it's not like before where like I just go have some fun, um, like try to hit my attempts and like beat my old numbers. Uh, like now it's like I have to be more strategic. Like I have to like not always go for the numbers that um, like give me the PR or um, I just kind of have to kind of set yeah. myself up for like winning now rather than like for enjoyment. Like So there's like a little bit, I guess like it's, it's a little bit more competitive now, um, like taking into consideration like placing, like if there's money on the line or you know, like that kind of stuff but yeah like the only yeah does it feel more like a job now or does it feel more like a job than it has in the past lifting doesn't coaching yes <laughs> mm, okay okay uh all right i guess that's a good one to kind of segue into like this one but um were you ever at a crossroads where you had to choose in your career like was it hard to choose powerlifting versus like a traditional career? Like say what I did. Yeah. So, so early on, I guess like before, um, like I got into powerlifting fully. Um, like I, I guess switched my major a few times, uh, starting college. It's like, I think I started with like my first year. I was like, I was thinking about doing electrical engineering then like I switched to like accounting, then I switched to mechanical. Uh, like within like the first couple of years, um, then I like after I finished my basics, like I was like not really sure what I wanted to do. Uh, so like, I went in. I think I went in my first year at UTA as um, like a mechanical engineering um, major. Then like I did that for like maybe like a semester or two and i just like i didn't really like enjoy it at all like i hated it so much that i didn't like do my work i didn't really do the work um like my my class work um and like ended up switching to kinesiology or like exercise science thinking like hey like if i like that's like the field like i want to be into like if it's uh if worst case scenario, like I finished this, then like if I, I don't think I had like plans to be like to do powerlifting coaching full time. I think like the, the plan was like I can do this part time and do like a traditional job um, like part time or full time. And can I do this on the side? Uh, but yeah, like initially, like I was like, OK, maybe I'll get into um, like either personal training. And if that doesn't work, I can continue school. I can go through the like pt or pta route i think like the biggest uh like the thing that i had like the most interest in like is was pta like i really want to go through like a full pt um like pt school and uh, i didn't think like the time investment and um, like the money investment was worth um like was worth it for me i thought like if i get into like a like a P- physical therapist assistance like would be like somewhere in between where I can do my powerlifting stuff 
and like I can can I get into that field so like it would help with coaching and it would help like obviously it'll be like like a better source of income um, mm-hmm. but yeah it's like those were about the first like a few years then I did try to get a job as like a normal like a personal trainer kind of see like how that works um, actually like I did it for like a couple of weeks maybe like a week i finished my training then realized like most of it is not really training people most of it was just selling it's like i really had to know like the skills weren't what i like the skills like i had to apply weren't like what i had in mind like i thought like it's going to be more like oh like you they give you the clients and like they have these goals and you help them reach these goals and like you're just gonna use your like actual exercise science degree or not not that the degree actually has anything i don't think it really yeah. helped with anything but uh i thought like it will have like actually more of training aspect more but it training was, like, more yeah. Of, like, sale. yeah it was like more sales more than anything uh, which is i mean that's a really good skill to have uh, probably like one of the most useful skills to have but um it wasn't what you were looking for it's not what i expected and it's not what i really was looking for um so yeah, I guess like I just stuck with like powerlifting coaching, and the funny thing is, uh, like a lot of coaches want to be like full time powerlifting coaches, but like there's actually like so much you can do uh, to become one, and if you actually put in the time, it's it's, it's not as hard as people think. Um, but I don't think like I was doing the stuff that I should have been doing to, act, to like to make my to make the process a lot faster. Because uh, like I think it could have been a lot faster if I actually seeked out mentors, actually took like education, specific education, more seriously. Which I mean, I don't think there was that much education like what in like in the powerlifting like field um, like back then, like back in 2017, 2018. Like it was mostly like just like YouTube videos and whatnot. Now there's like more uh, like more resources, like there's actual mentorships and like classes you can take for like powerlifting specific stuff. And it doesn't have to be like powerlifting specific, but there is more like uh, biomechanics classes. There is a lot more like actual programming stuff. There is um, like general like exercise science related um, classes and mentorships you can take now. And if you actually get in like touch with those coaches and you actually go help out, um, like that would be like the fastest route, but I don't think I, I was doing that early on, and like that made the process so much longer. And like, and I'm not super big on social media either. Uh, so like, if I really wanted to take it seriously, like I could have like posted more content. I should have forced myself to do that. Um, but yeah, like I think that that's why like it was a lot slower than I would have liked. But it ended up working out, I guess. I don't know so if that answered the guess, questions. Like I kind of just like yeah. rambled like all over oh, the place. Oh no, no, but... that was good. So I was gonna yeah. to go. That's what I wanted to hear, honestly. I wanted you to talk more about like how you were feeling through stuff, and not just oh, it's easy. No, yeah, no problems think... at all. I like that you were dealing with some stuff. Yeah. Well, now, now I mean, uh, I guess committing to it wasn't easy because I didn't really see it as profitable, and like I didn't see the potential right. for it to grow this big. Um, yeah, but. Did that matter to you when you were looking for a career? Like, was was money a a, um, a uh, like a priority or a consideration, um, or was it all about passion? No, it's definitely a consideration. Like, I'm not gonna just do this. Like, if I'm not making, like, I don't want to 
like struggle to pay rent and like do all that kind of stuff. Like I wanted to pay enough that I'm like well off. Like I'm not really struggling to um, like do my, like again, like pay my rent and like get my, like my, yeah. my normal day. Support a family? Yeah, support a family. Uh, so like it was. Do you want to have a family one day? Yeah, hopefully soon, actually. Yeah, well, I'm trying to work on this. Oh, <laughs> hey, listen, next time. How much, <laughs> Doug? How much of them? Hey, man, I'm getting old. I need, I need, I need to. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're all, we're all hey, getting old. Alf, 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 Mabrook. That's brother. not, it's, it's just a plan. I, mean, I don't think you should <laughs> congratulate me on, 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 the, on the plan. <laughs> Ah, congratulations! Oh uh, yeah, yeah, but when it comes <laughs> on to, the tentative plan, when it comes to um, when it came to your 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 career journey, um, I guess what I'm curious about is when you felt that it was sustainable, or is it even? I mean, do you do you feel like your your coaching um, business is, is sustainable? Like, uh, where do you want to take it? If it's not now, now it definitely is now that I have like a full roster of, of clients. Um, I feel like it's definitely sustainable. And I would argue like it's probably better than um, like most like jobs I would have got. I mean, I'll say like, with the degree that I have, like, I don't think like there's anything even close <laughs> at this point. Um, mm. But even if I specialize in something else, I feel like now that I'm, um, I would say well established. Like I have, I don't know, like I feel like fifty lifters or so. So like it's a it's a full roster at this point, and like it's it's a full time job. Um, I think like once you have like like a decent amount of clients, it's uh, it can be like a good source of income, and like it's something that's sustainable. Um, but yeah, I would say yeah. yeah go ahead. How much money do you make before taxes? Uh, I'm just joking. Don't answer that question. Don't answer, uh, that. You Don't even, answer that question. Yeah, you asked ask uh, that question so seriously, like the tone didn't even change. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, that question can be answered. Commas? It can be answered, but like not directly. Like, like people not would ask directly, that question. Yeah, I have this many clients and this many. Yeah, yeah so you, you can answer, but not necessarily tell exactly. Like yeah. We should have a, we have a, we'll have a separate episode about how to make money as a coach. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would say oh, I can be. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty, yeah. like it's. I have like a. I'm comfortable. Like I'm actually more than comfortable. Like it's. It's pretty good. Nice. So did yeah. that? I guess did that make it hard in the beginning, like to do coaching, you know, or was it? Was it put yeah. like once once you got going, like you're like okay, I can I can make something out of this. Yeah, at the beginning, I didn't really see it. As I didn't think it was possible for it to be a full time job, I thought like the only like back in twenty what like twenty eighteen maybe even like yeah like around twenty eighteen twenty seventeen like we didn't really know that many coaches like crafting coaches who do this for a living like I don't know like, do you guys remember anyone maybe like just TSA and maybe like oh, the, yeah, was... the strength guys or whatever yeah. But it. you had to be yeah. Calgary was getting started. Yeah, but you had to be like super well established, like a big following. Um, like you have to be famous, basically. <laughs> um, and I don't think it was like I didn't see it as a possibility. I thought like the best case scenario, like I would do this part time. Yeah, there wasn't. It wasn't as powerlifting wasn't as big as it was back then. 
so there wasn't like a pool of people to like coach per se so you mm-hmm. know and people yeah. wouldn't like back then i don't think they were they would spend like money on coaching so like maybe like telling someone's like hey like 50 bucks and they're like oh what 50 that's, that's so expensive. expensive that's expensive yeah. what am i but gonna then, do yeah <laughs> yeah it's like they have so much like the expectations back then were like so high for like for so little money uh, but now i feel like it's shifting like slowly like people are people like are, people can spend more money uh, or willing to spend more money on like those kind of services um so like it makes it easier and like it makes it easier like it's it's actually it keeps growing um so like i feel like it only it's only getting better there you go so does that i guess does that keep you motivated to keep um doing powerlifting is like not only like for yourself but you know obviously for your people that you coach like you do it to help them out as well but i guess i guess what i'm trying to ask is like what what still motivates you and is it like still the same thing as it was in the beginning i think now uh we talk we're talking about strictly about coaching right no not lifting oh you can answer both you can make one about coaching and one about lifting i mean for lifting it's pretty simple i mean it's just like at this point it's just like a part of like my my routine my daily like like that's why i don't see myself um not lifting like i'll probably get depressed or something like it's kind of will affect my mental health um well yes i don't see myself quitting um and like also like there is like some now that i'm a lot i was like a lot more competitive than i was before like i'm like more relevant now like within like that top 10 so like it makes it um it does make it like more motivating that like hey like you're already done like a lot of the hard work and like you're so close uh, that um, that I do like, yeah, I feel that like if I just push a little bit more, like I just finished like 90% of the work, like it's like you're only, it's only like just a little bit left. Like you've been training for like 10 plus years and um, like in a couple of years, like if you keep this up, like the, the potential is um, like placing at nationals or maybe, I don't know about winning at 75s, but like it's um, like the potential is way higher now. So like that keeps me, gives me a little bit more, I guess, motivation. Not that I need it, but it definitely helps. Um, yeah. And like for, for coaching, I guess like now that I have like so many lifters that rely on me, like, or just kind of trusted me to like do their, like take care of the training. Uh, I feel like there's like, a bigger responsibility so i'm kind of it's kind of forcing me to um continue learning like if any if i think at if anything at this point like i'm seeking um like classes and mentorships and like mentors now more than i was a few years ago like i'm trying to learn more now even though i feel like i know i definitely know way more than i did like back in 2017. Uh, but you get to a point where you know, like there's still so much potential, like there's still so much to learn. Um, and like now, like I want to know, like I want to learn even more. And like now like I have like, I want to, 
like the few things that I'm trying to like dive deep into are like more like the paint science stuff. Like now I'm starting, I'm going to start working like this week with like a physical therapist as well. like, I have like a one-on-one mentorship with them, with one guy. Uh, and like, I've done like a few mentorships and um, obviously like I keep, now I have like a dedicated time, like every, like every week, like I have like a, like a few hours that I would just like dedicate purely for like watching videos or like learning about different topics. I'm trying to force myself to make content. So like if anything, I feel like I'm more motivated now because like there is so much responsibility that like if I don't get better, that like people will start passing me. Um, and like, I don't want to lose my one, like I don't want to lose my clients. Like I'm one, I'm also competitive as far as like coaching goes. Like it's not that I just want to make a living and just get by. Like I do want to compete against like those top coaches. Um, I think like the, the best way to compete against them is just like learn more, like acquire more skills, be better at like pain management, be better at programming, be better at whatever it is. Um, well, yeah, so like, I feel like that, that answers it. No, that was, that was good. That, that answered the question pretty well. Did you have anything else to, to add on top of that? No, I'm just enjoying it now, uh, opening up slightly. I know that the people who ask these questions are probably wanting to dive a little bit deeper into who Anas is because, like you said, you don't really share too much content on social media, even though you know you always mention that that's something you want to get better at. And I feel like for those people who listen to the podcast specifically for the Anas content, I'm sure they're getting a lot out of hearing you become a little bit more vulnerable about the journey. Because I think people often see like coaches or people who are coaching have like a more glamorous outlook on things of course people say things like oh it's tough or blah 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 but you never really get to hear folks like mental uh or mentality through it so you're doing great enough yeah i mean to be fair like i'm doing i mean i am sharing a little bit more content if you if you count like doing q a's like it was something like i've never done uh, like it's Technically, this is a Q and A. Yeah, that too. So one big so Q and A. Um, yeah. ba- baby steps. I don't. I don't. Think, like, <laughs> it's like one. One thing I'm scared of is like now that I'm. I would say like a little bit more well established. It's like there is like a little bit more like risk, like as far as like reputation, and like I'm not really good at making content. Uh, so like I don't want to make something that's like that sounds like comes off stupid or like it comes off like the wrong way, like it doesn't get the the idea delivered. Um, so like I'm actually working with someone also like it's like helping me out with uh like with um what is it called designing like the post like the background like the template or something like that and like helping with like the designing um like how to structure a post like how to uh like have the like the post flow cuz like it's something I've never done before so like obviously I'm going to be pretty bad at it so like kind of seeking people with that skill I think that would be helpful. Um, so yeah, we'll be, we'll try in the next few months. Um, hopefully, I'll start getting better at that. And yeah, I think like the Q and A's actually has been have been really helpful because like they've kind of forced me to think and um, like take take the time to like answer these questions. Like not not just give them like a shallow answers like yes no like this like give them like stupid answers try to actually 
even like even if yeah. the questions are not really that thoughtful i'm like okay let me at least let me expunge yeah yeah <laughs> l- let me try to give them like uh like a framework or something that would help um like with these general questions because most of the questions are pretty general i'm like okay well like there has to be a reason why people ask general questions or if you give them like a guide to like ask better questions or like how to think about these things like as far as like lifting goes i think like that would be helpful yeah for sure nice 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 i think no, no, we're doing, we're doing great, dog. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry. We got you, we got you. Uh, I think we've covered most of the questions because most of these like topics just like overlap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess uh, one of the questions I had was like, so as you're like coming up and you've you've become a pro now, um, and you said like you know things haven't really changed much like training wise um have you have you i guess had more like of a serious mindset shift like towards taking your training like like honing in on it more versus like in the past where like you're like oh well this didn't really work you know now i gotta find something else to work like what yes uh, yeah good yeah um that, that, that was it like there's is there yeah. another part of the okay that's it oh no no that yeah. was it yeah so yeah i think like now like that i've been like training for so long and like progress i don't think it, like it come like i don't think it gets hard to make progress but like things definitely have to be like more locked in like i can't i don't think i can get away with like the stuff that i used to get away with yeah but, that's like, kind of what i was getting at like were you like have you had to implement like different ways to like do stuff that way you can make progress happen? The, fu- the funny thing is I think like even like back then, because like my, like we didn't really know much about powerlifting, like, or actually what to do when like you hit a plateau, like how to fix it, how to solve problems. Um, so like rate of progress, like back then, like at some points were actually slower than it is now. Like I remember, like a few years into powerlifting, I actually hit like a like a squat plateau like that lasted for like a year or two, maybe even longer. Like, and I wasn't even hurt. Like, there was nothing really um, like physically stopping me from training, like pain wise or recovery wise. It was just like purely me, like not knowing like what the hell do I do, <laughs> and like even <laughs> even seeking coaches. I've, I've seeked coaches back then. Like which which were supposed to be like, uh, like coaches like who knew what they're doing back then, like mm-hmm. more well known back then, but like I didn't really get the help that I needed. Um, but I guess like now, uh, it's not difficult, but like I know what I have to do most of the time. Like ninety five percent of the time, like I know like okay, like I'm not making progress because of this or that. But there's definitely more not time commitment. There is more effort that has to be put in for me to make progress. Cause like, I, like I have to squat three times a week and I have like, the funny thing is like my squat wasn't making, like wasn't moving the way I wanted. Uh, and like, it was because I wasn't pushing my bell squats as hard. It's like, <laughs> it's like I went from like trying to do like two plates and some change and like 
because like my knees were kind of feeling beat up. I was like, okay, like I have to take it easy on this ball squat. Yeah, so I was only way. able to do like, yeah, two plates, but that wasn't enough. So like, it's just, it's just those things that, um, like there is more like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, they're hard to, like, it's hard to fake most of the time. Like it's easy to figure out what I need to do, but it requires a lot more effort. Like I have to be on point with the eating and sleeping a lot more. Like I can't get away with, um, like overshooting or not pushing as hard if anything, like I have to push harder. Um, but it doesn't, it just makes it more time consuming and like, it takes more effort, but that's it. Yeah. So that, that kind of gray area that you can kind of like mess around in, like it's shrinking. So it's like, you have to be more like honed into like, Oh yeah, if this is the answer, like I gotta, I gotta stick with this solution. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like like the things that work like are way like there's like less room like for the things that work. Like back in the day, like you can do like a range from like sets of four to sets of ten. Yeah. For like a few sets, you make progress. Now I have to do sixes, sevens on this day. I have to do triples anywhere between singles to triples on this day. They have to be a certain exertion. Accessories have to be pushed this hard. The eating and everything has to be on like like it has to be like at at a certain level as well so like it's just like a a narrower uh range that i have to stay in but right. at least like i know what that range is um but also like the, the biggest demand is like execution demands a l- little bit higher but like i know what i have to do it's just like a matter of right just, just fucking do it so what well, um going off of that i would ask would you say that that's like one of the the defining characteristics as to what can take like like an average intermediate okay lifter to like get more out of their training like find things that they can fine-tune and take more seriously and they could probably like push progress at a quicker rate yeah i like that you mentioned this because like the thing i was trying to make a like a post about is um like how to break a plateau or like at least like how to problem solve like when you run into a when you run into a, a plateau because like that's like the i would say like the one problem like the most yeah, common problem most people deal yeah, with. like yeah 95 yeah, like, of like intermediate lifters have is like getting past that e- even so. advanced lifters everyone like they're everyone they're okay, not yeah everyone yeah because like you're not making progress you're trying to get stronger you're not getting stronger like that's the the one goal of powerlifting for you to get stronger and like at some points you like you stop making progress um so like um so how like how do you break through and like the the one thing like actually i saw it through like a business like video like i think i was explaining how to um like how to fix problems in a business setting and like he was saying like most most businesses like have um, like a constraint, like there's something, like there's a variable that's holding you back. Uh, like it's not always like the same variable because like people, like uh, people like doing or focusing on the things that they love. So like if you're really good at marketing, you just keep doing marketing stuff. But most of the time, if you're if you keep doing marketing, you're probably good at it, and like the you're probably like ninety percent there as far as like marketing goes. But there's something else that's missing. Um, like there's like a another constraint that's stopping you from making progress, and like that's that's in lifting, business, any any area. 
like there's a lot of variables that has to be in check for you to um, keep making progress. Uh, but like in, the, in like the business setting, it would be like you have like a few um, like departments, maybe like uh, like the production department. You have like the packaging, and like you have like shipping department. If you're um, if your production, if you're producing like 100 units per day, but you can only package 50 units, and you can ship like your capacity to ship, you have the capacity to ship like 80 units. You're only gonna ship 50 units because you only can only package that's, 50. Yeah. That's your weakest yeah, link. Like, so it's like yeah, yeah. So that's the constraint, awesome. and like most of the time in parallel thing, it's like it's a similar idea. There's there's a constraint that's gonna holding you back. So sometimes like if it's like people really enjoy programming and they want to optimize their programming um, and they kind of forget about the other things that uh, play into and like kind of factor in, in the equation. So if your programming is at 90%, but your technique mm-hmm. is like at 50%, then guess what? Like no matter how much you optimize your programming, like the constraint is your technique or your constraint is like you're only getting like three hours of sleep and like eating a thousand calories a day. Like guess what? It's not the programming. It's probably recovery. It could be muscle mass. Right. It could be something else. So there's, uh, I guess, like the biggest thing is like finding that constraint and bringing um, up like addressing with it. everything else. Yeah, because people kind of see like they look at like a few variables, but they kind of forget about other variables, and they they can't really troubleshoot and be accurate with the things that are actually holding them back. So they think the constraint is this variable, but it's usually not. Or, I mean, if they if they don't break through and they don't make progress, like, well, I tried this with my programming. I tried this with my programming, but it didn't work. But they forget, they forget about, like, the other things that matter. Right. It's like if you have, like, blinders on, you like, you can only see, like, what's in front of you. And you, yeah. you're oblivious to everything else that's on the sides that's really holding you back. So, and as and, you... And maybe you don't know... Yeah. Maybe you don't know like how how efficient you have to be in those areas. Like you think like that's good enough right. when like some, right. maybe it's not good enough. Right, like you were saying with the belt squats, like you're like oh it's good enough, but you actually mm-hmm. needed to push more. So it it's like it's like when you get accessories and it's like oh I can't do this, I'll substitute it for something else. That might be mm-hmm. like a constraint. Or if like like you're you're not pushing your accessories. That could be your constraint. Or mm-hmm. like you said, there's stuff outside of um, training that you're not accounting for. Like, you know, you, you have lots of life stress. You have lots of school stress, lots of, that could be your constraint. So these all play, these are all factors that play into your rate of progress. But if you just like to focus on, you know, your the top you single love. or yeah yeah the yeah. thing you love then you enjoy that's yeah okay that's i like that that's uh that's it's a like a tip. like the way i look at it is like like it's like a character like um like a gaming i feel like if you play games like maybe like fifa or something they have like different stats like they have like your oh, speed stats, yeah. your strength or whatever <laughs> your charisma yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like those are like your stats oh you're maxing out the wrong yeah stats. yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah the people yeah. Are trying to max out they're like one stat but the other one is just like at 20 percent. it's like hey man maybe if you mm-hmm. just like sleep a few more hours or like actually fix how you yeah. move well you you probably get a lot of questions of people asking you like hey, or even some of these questions like what's your pre-workout stack or what is your what's your protein intake recovery mm-hmm. or whatever and you're, you're you probably think to yourself 
like like you're focusing on the wrong stuff like you know maximize the basics or maximize the uh the low-hanging mm-hmm. fruit before you're starting to think about like the final five percent or ten percent of what will actually you know push you over the top like if you're not even sleeping enough would you say that your protein intake probably doesn't matter as much so yeah like there there's like a um like a hierarchy like there is like priorities like if it's um like the way the way I look at it is like okay, well this is like if you if you're intaking the hundred grams of protein but you're sleeping two hours a night, it's like okay, the the sleep is probably like at thirty percent, but the nutrition is probably like at sixty percent. So like which one needs more work? Um, so kind of <laughs> yeah. finding which one has like the like the lowest percentage, which one is like the least efficient, and kind yeah. of finding that and yeah. working on it. But the thing is, like it sounds really simple. But like within like these big variables, there is like sub variables and like how to optimize them. Like there's more details there. Um, like obviously, like you want to take care of your recovery, yeah. take care of your uh, muscle. Like if you're not like if you're skinny and like you haven't been you haven't put on a lot of muscle mass on your frame, like maybe that could be a constraint. If you're moving like trash, maybe that's a constraint. Yeah. If your programming like you put, is bad, you, yeah. you put all your stop points and technique, and you have like no mass, and you're just like ah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> We, you had a good point when you talk about the nuance of stuff because yeah. you can say like the main goal is to get more sleep or sleep eight hours but then if you once you once you actually start digging into types of sleep or you know things that you can use to maximize your mm-hmm. sleep like sleeping enough is one overall overall goal but then maybe you talk about maybe getting a mask or maybe you, you switch to a light alarm so that you're not being woken up by yeah. like are sounds mm-hmm. and then like noise machines like that's just one example of like what you're yeah, talking so about these are like all the... things that you have to delve into yeah like these are all like yeah. little sub about yeah. trends. <laughs> but for, for most about, people like you know, for most people like there's like the good enough like, it's not like it's, it doesn't require yeah, super, sure. like to be super nuanced uh, at least like in in yeah. the like the recovery aspect like if you're eating like well enough um, like mm-hmm. obviously their yeah. nutrition has a lot more like nuance than like sleep has like maybe i don't know enough, enough about sleep yeah. like how to optimize it but generally like there's a lot more foods that you can eat there's a lot more going on with like with eating than than sleeping right. uh, but i think like the, the ones that has like the biggest yeah. like nuance of like the programming has a lot of nuance but the thing is like the programming won't matter as much until like everything else is taken Underneath care of. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The foundation is taken care of. And like That's, once once yeah. once you get to like a level where like progress is hard to come by, then like things have to be like your your threshold that like good enough is like at 90%. Is, like everything yeah. has to be like 90% or above. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for like a novice, good enough might be like 40%, like yeah. out of 100 for all of them and you should be you make progress. Um yeah, yeah, you're some other fundamentals of things. That's like in any sport. You talk about, you know, learning the basics and getting the the basics down before you can start moving on. I think that's what we talked about as far as a, differ- a differentiator between a coach and then maybe, you know, coaching yourself versus um you know, some of the some of the templates or the the apps that are available where the differentiator is that a coach can help you identify weak points or lacking fundamentals to help you build upon as opposed to just a program in and of itself that'll just give you structure Mm -hmm. which like you said is good enough but it just depends on what your goals are and uh, you as far as you and us i think that's something you just highlighted is something that you learned 
through experiences, how to identify fundamental flaws and how to coach athletes past those flaws. Yeah, like how to kind of find what's like where, where are we going to put our effort in? Because like everyone has like a certain. Yeah, you only have you only have so much calories throughout the day, yeah. right? Like not physical calories, but like mental calories, time, time calories. Mm-hmm. Like you only have a certain amount to expend each day. Where are you expending them? Uh, and is it of value? Is it the most you know value that you could be doing? Most bang for your buck. Yeah, and like as I'll just give like one example, like because like I've had. Um, like recently, like I started working with, I feel like, like female lifters, like they actually require a little bit more nuance, like, like their response to training, like is more pronounced. Like if their things are, if the programming is on like on point, like you see like, like a huge, um, like a pronounced response, but like if things are off, like you see things like dip pretty quick as well. Um, so like, it's kind of, it makes things like good to track like it makes it easier in a way but like for you because like it makes it um like easier to kind of see if things are going well or not like it makes it more clear uh, but like it, you have to be a little bit more precise especially like if the female lifter is like more advanced or like working has been training for a while like the funny like i've had like one lifter where like we've doing like we're doing like the similar structure like from block to block like still same frequency like similar similar volume everything like seems about the same but the lifts look like go from like her bench goes from whatever like 190 something to like now she just struggles with like with 175 but you look at the programming it was like okay well, this looks very similar and you look at everything outside it's like well recovery and everything else like is also about the same so there has to be something programming related um, like even though like it doesn't seem like it so you start looking at okay, well, like the change we made was like kind of going from like the rep schemes where like on average we're like between like five to eight. Um, so like the average intensity like with that was let's say like from like seventy five to eighty two percent, whatever it is. But that wasn't good enough. So like we had to kind of change the rep schemes to like from three to six. So that increased like the like the average intensity from whatever, 80 to 85. And that was just mm-hmm. enough for things to start moving. Like, but like looking at it from like first, like looking, looking at it at the beginning, like you see, it's like, okay, well, this looks the same. Frequency is the same. Like we're doing different rep, rep ranges, but it shouldn't be a that big of a difference to kind of make you feel that weak. But actually it has like a, like a big significant, like a significant difference for, for some people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like you said, you have to account for all these differences. Like the programming isn't enough. Just looking at it, like baseline, to be able to make assumptions about a lifter, you have to optimize anything and everything that you can inside and outside of training to be able to to uh, correlate process or um, yeah, progress. In the, in the past, like, I would see that, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's a programming because it hasn't really changed. But, like, yeah. it changed, but not enough. I don't think it did change enough. But, um, like, after like after a while, like, you see those, like, small deviations as, like, big enough to actually cause someone to stall or actually start regressing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you kind of have to know 
Because like maybe in the past, like I would look at that. I'm like, okay, well maybe you're not sleeping enough. Yeah. Maybe you're like going out too much. You're partying or doing this or that, um, and kind of put it like blame a different variable. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I guess like yeah. So like that's kind of the difference between someone who's been doing this for a while. You can kind of accurately kind of see. Not not to say like I'm like now like I'm super like precise with every like with every time like i do this but it does yeah. i feel like it's getting a little bit more precise now um that i kind of see like i have like a good gauge of like what's good enough at, at, for this variable what's not good enough like how much we have to get better at this um and like when is it programming when's it when is it not programming because like if you keep focusing on programming for like three plus months and you're not making uh, like it's not the thing that you need to be focused on then like you're spinning your wheels for like three plus, plus months, months. Yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah that's like abe kind of touched on earlier that's something that like an ai can't pick up on like you have to have a physical coach and you have to have a channel of communication to be able to pick out these um nuances and these variables in order to make progress so if you want to make progress and you're kind of stalling and you're focusing too much on one issue when it could be something else. It is important to have other sets of eyes or other opinions to see if you can, you know, make change. Mm-hmm. Change is good sometimes. Change can can help you to break plateaus and to figure out what's really going on. So, yeah, that's that's pretty was, good. Was, was, any... was there any other question? I think that covers a lot. Yeah, I know. I think, yeah, I think that covers most of the questions. I mean, most of these just, like I said earlier, they just kind of overlap each other and they just uh, keep talking about the same thing, this versus this. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good. What do you think, Gabe? You have any other extra questions you wanted to ask on your end? No, no, this was a good introduction to maybe a little bit deeper into a NAS that other folks maybe wouldn't have otherwise known. So I like I like um, that we got to learn more about his thought process because I feel yeah, like I do got one question yeah. though because I feel okay. like a lot of and people I, ask him on his okay. on his Instagram about like 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 general stuff, but we actually got like a deep dive into his his thought process. So yeah, my question to NAS is, uh, what do you think? I mean, is there anything that you feel that folks should know about you in order to maybe understand you a little bit more that they don't uh, know or like they, they, they don't other, like maybe they haven't asked you the question or, um, you know, it, it hasn't come up in conversation. But like, is there anything that you think that people should know about you that they may not know about you? That's a good question. I don't know. I, have, I don't know. I don't have a frame of reference because I don't know what people think about what people want to know. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it seems like people, they, it seems like they refer to you as like a, uh, either a knowledge source or yeah. a source of jokes. One of two. The memes. One of like, memes. Like, yeah. like friends. Yeah. It seems like friends like use you as like a meme Damn. and then it seems like folks will use you as like a, a really a good meme. coach. But even, even what I just said, you just, you just, you honed in on the first thing I said, you didn't even pay attention to the second thing I said. I mean, I right. guess like the environment, like friends, I guess, I mean, that's, that's I guess like that's normal. 
like since like also coach like friends like most 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 of these people like i I know in person so like i guess people want to have fun people joke around um so it's uh, yeah but is there anything that people i mean is there anything that you want people to know about you or is there is there a question that you've never been asked that you feel like people should ask you that wasn't a that wasn't a joke yeah no, no, i know i know it's a serious question <laughs> that was a serious i know question. it is but it's gonna yeah it's uh i don't know i don't know what people should ask me it's gonna okay well you know i was gonna say you want like a jokey question well what did you think of me and abe the first time you met us um when, i forgot when i met abe i met abe at Oh, a UTA, a UTA probably. Abe's forgettable. No, oh, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember when I met Alex, but it's okay. That's a different. Well, that's that's a different conversation. But at <laughs> uh, UTA gym, I was racking four or five, doing holes with it or something. <laughs> yeah, something, <laughs> something like, like that. that. <laughs> doing heavy <laughs> holds. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, yeah. look, another era powerlifter." I get excited. Oh, well, I get a little stiffy. Okay, answer Josh's question. Yeah. Oh, oh. Answer Josh's question, but then I have one. Where it's and this is my last question, but it's uh, you've gone through multiple cycles of of like gym friend groups. Uh, I'm curious what your like have. I mean, do you do you feel old? Like, oh, do you feel shit, like yeah. you know seeing people like in their 20s, early 20s? who are like just figuring things out because we were just figuring things out. Right. Josh mentioned that last week where, you know, that was, that was at a time where we were all kind of lost and obviously I haven't, my, my week is next week. We'll talk more about me, mm-hmm. but like we met at a time where we were all relatively like young and vulnerable and impressionable and looking for somebody to kind of give us the answers that we were looking for. And we, we connected on that. We connected oh, yeah. on, on our journey. And I feel like, that's a pretty common theme and you can correct me if I'm wrong on us, but like, do you see that in the different cycles of gym friends that you've like gone through and how do you like, how did, like, do you even pay attention to that? Is that something that you, you sit and you think about, or is it just something that you kind of just put to the side and you just focus on training? I think now, uh, at least like in the environment that I'm in now, like at pod, like it's um, like, if you're, newer and you don't know what, what you're doing like there's so much that you can like there's so much help and actual good help like and like people will give you the answers that you need now um yeah like and like they will point you in the right direction where before like we didn't really we didn't have like a good reliable source of like information uh, like for this like we didn't really know uh like who like we had like some resources but like it was like a lot of general stuff and like most of the resources like we didn't really have access to in person like most of it was just online maybe online templates like general videos like things that are not specific to what we like needed but now like i go to i go to the gym i go to pod and like if there's someone new um like everyone has like a higher base of knowledge like like they can they can get help from like a bunch of people at the gym especially like if they're newer uh, and like if they are a little bit more like they need like problems that are a little bit more complicated to to fix like we also have people that have been around for a while like you have david helping out at pod um, like i try to help out at, at pod and there's like some other people who 
um, like know enough to kind of direct and kind of solve these problems for someone who's a little bit newer where before like it wasn't really, we didn't really have access to that. So like, that's why now like we see a lot more like people kind of blowing up a lot quicker, like, because like we know, like we see those problems and like we kind of fix these problems like fairly quickly instead of before, like it would, it would take us like months, maybe years, like to actually find out what's actually going on and fix it. Um, yeah. So like it's it's a lot more efficient. Like there's a lot more like help that you can actually find. At least like in the gyms that I'm at. I don't know about other gyms. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Did, did that answer like the specific like the question you had? Like would you have like did you kind of see it going sure. a different different hey, route? It's your answer. It's your answer. Your answer is valid. I wasn't looking. I wasn't <laughs> looking for anything specific. I was just curious how your how your impression of it was because. Um, from the outside looking in, it's hard to get a gauge about what's actually going on. Yeah, since um, you you so, and I are home gym hobos, you know we don't. Oh, I have, I have no desire to work yeah, with that. You but, and I don't um, connect with like people. We just, we hang out with our dog and your baby. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that's our those mm-hmm. are our connections. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but so that sounds sounds like good. But, but how, what was your impression of Josh? Since that was his question. You didn't you haven't answered it yet. And we can oh, we can close yeah. it off on Josh, that. Josh was super super friendly. He was wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, oh. sorry. Before you answer uh, the question, can you can you close it can you close us out? After? Where can people find us? Oh, no, no, close it out right now and then we'll then you'll answer the question. It gets people it makes people want to stay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at Chalk My Back. Um and you can yeah. email us at abeaussie at gmail.com for any questions, any, any business, business inquiries. <laughs> we have an actual email. We, oh, genetic, genetics oh, don't count at oh, gmail.com. Hold on, we use that for the podcast? Yeah. I thought we had like a chalk We can, one. yeah. Okay. I'll just direct. Oh, no, no, no. no that's genetics don't count. Shit. No, <laughs> oh, my bad. Chalk my back. Ah, chalk yeah, my back. Not genetics don't what count. What a callback. We're going I love school. it. Deep, that's a deep <laughs> cut. I was watching those videos on Friday. What a callback. I was. Uh, what a legend. I was watching Josh Cortez's video, time. and it made me want to go back to uh, genetics don't count days. Oh, man. That was a good times. Good times. Good times. Yep. Okay. Good Good job. Good, good job. job yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and answer, yeah. Josh. Yeah, I met Josh through my friend Ter, and he was... Uh, yeah, my first impression was like, yeah, like this guy is like super friendly, like he's super like um, genuine, nice. Just seemed like a like a peaceful person. Like you just wanted to lift and like have fun, and just like, let's, and, like I mean, I guess like that's my first impression was actually seemed like correct because like from listening to this episode yeah, like last week, he close. just wanted to like work, make some money, just like lift and chill. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goals haven't changed since then. Like, it's, it's still the same. <laughs> well, they're still relatively the same. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's pretty good. I love it. I love it. I like 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 it.